good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Heel Team 6 Wrestling is proud to present the Bodega Wrestling Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. What is going on? Welcome to the Bodega Wrestling Podcast. This time around, I'm having the renowned, you know, world champion, Mr. Larkin. What is going on? I'm doing good. I won a spelling bee in fifth grade and I'm returning to the podcast, man. This is a podcast for champions. This week, we are going to be talking about returns in the world of professional wrestling and a lot of re-signings. Obviously, we got to talk about the big things first. We got Roman Reigns returning to World Wrestling Entertainment and hell, he's even advertised for a match at Fastlane. What are your thoughts on it? I got to tell you, man, I'm very happy to see him back, you know, with the what he had going on with his leukemia. Um, do I like the fact that, well, WWE using it for like, as you know, it's money and the ticket sales and he's already got the shirts out. Of course, they're good. I mean, look at what they did. They use real life stuff. We've seen it over the years with the Matt Hardy, Lita Edge thing. Uh, you know, obviously, we've seen it with the Eddie Guerrero death and stuff like. But, you know, it's Vince McMahon. But as far as it being a hoax that, you know, he that he didn't have leukemia, I just those people can just whatever they can piss off. Uh, I'm happy to see him back. I'm happy to see him back at 100. Uh, percent You know what it is, dude. It kind of takes me back to like when Nikki and Brie Bella were having their feud, and you know Nikki Bella tells Brie, "I wish you died in the womb." And yeah. then a couple months later, they're back together, and it's like, oh, but sisters fight is how they explain the story, <laughs> right? And I'm like, you just wish that your sister died in the womb. Now, me equating it to real life, Robert. If my, you know brother, sister, what have you, would said that to me, a family member, I would not want to speak to that family member ever again. Like, write him out of your life. But they're trying to get the shield going back into the fray now with Dean because he looks to be on the outs after WrestleMania. Uh, They have the shield coming back, so Dean is going to go back to being a babyface. And I'll be honest with you, in his latest heel run, you know, wearing the gas mask and, like, everybody's all disgusting, blah, blah, blah. It was what it was, but I think it's like they want to have the feel-good moment with the shield. As far as Fastlane goes, because you said he's advertised for the Fastlane coming up, um, there's so many things that they could do. Like they could do uh, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, uh, Dean Ambrose, and Braun Strowman against the new uh, faction of Baron Corbin, Elias, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. They could do something like that. But I mean, I think that's the way you have to go with it because put him in a tag match. Roman doesn't go in there just doing singles. He has other people to feed off of. So you could do something like that. But all in all, I'm happy for him. I think the dude works incredibly hard and it's good to see him back. Yeah, it's happy to see him back and being healthy and stuff along uh, those lines. By the way, how many times have uh, WWE put together back the chill? Like three times? Dude, I think this was fourth because remember the last <laughs> one, they all got sick. <laughs> no, um, no, who got sick? Roman got sick. That's yeah. right. He got sick and they had to put Kurt Angle, <laughs> Kurt Angle wearing a vest. Yeah, that's right. So this is like the fourth time that the Shield are, are riding strong. They're, they're the Shield will rise again, Robert. Yeah, they're they're want want to be like the NWO. Holy cow! So 
doing a follow-up to a former story we talk about on this show. New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, during, uh, during the very beginning of this month, they were having problems with the visa. However, during last night, they were able to officially get the whole thing resolved and obviously they're gonna be able to bring a lot of their talent back to the states for the new beginning u.s tour that it is gonna be taking place on january and february if i'm not mistaken obviously next year and obviously they have a lot of stuff planned ahead for the invasion in the united states of america any thoughts on that Personally, I think it's wonderful. I'm happy to see that it's back in the mix. I know our, our resident switch babe herself, Miss Courtney Summers, is very excited about that as well. Uh, you know, you got the likes of Jay White, you know, the, the, the Tanahashi, the Los Ingobernables, De Hapon with uh, the Zia Naito and more, the Bullet Club. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see, have them expand more within the United States. So I'm personally I'm very happy that everything's all resolved and we get to see more New Japan action for, you know, pro wrestling and pro wrestling in general, man, for the New Japan fans and pro wrestling fans and all, all in all. Robert. Okay. okay. Good. So uh, let's talk about someone who left Impact Wrestling. Kali Conley is no longer part of Impact Wrestling. He just tweeted about it. He was with the company for three years. This guy, I know, you know, he's able to work good in the ring. Well, he didn't have that, that thing that it factor at least it didn't translate that much on television and obviously the creative didn't have anything for him and they let him go any thoughts on that I think the last thing I, time I remember seeing them is when they were with Eli Drake feuding with Joe Hendry, who now is no longer with Impact, Grado, and the Katarina thing. Um, as far as Caleb Conley, I think he's an exceptional talent. We've seen that. Uh, you know, him and Trevor Lee is a part of the cult of Lee. As far as where he goes now, I know Trevor Lee is in NXT. I could see Caleb Conley and adding him maybe to NXT at 205 Live. Uh, the Hardys are there. And Matt Hardy also just returned, so he's no longer broken, Robert. He is a part of the Hardy Boys. Yeah, now. yeah, I saw, I saw him. Holy cow! I mean, I'm happy to see him back, and he looks in very good shape. But I'm just like, they completely dropped the broken woken. Okay, whatever. But that also ties in because they're very good friends with the Hardy Boys, and I think they want to do more of those uh, Hardy, like Broken Hardy shows that they're doing at the Hardy Compound, so we can see Trevor Lee and Caleb Conley involved in that. But I can see Caleb. Conley going to NXT or 205 Live. I think he adds a lot with this high-octane aerial assault action. But as far as him and Impact, yeah, he really didn't have it as far as the mic goes. He did shine on his AML uh, was AML confrontation, that Twitch show they did because he's their champion over there in North Carolina. But, I mean, again, he really didn't have it as far as the promos go, but he can work. Very good wrestler. Yeah, he, he can work. By the way, I, I'm I'm starting, like, laughing because I remember, you know, last year everybody saying to him, Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling, you must give the broken gimmick for free to the millionaire Matt Hardy because it is going to be the hottest thing in professional wrestling in the universe and blah, blah, blah. And when they brought that gimmick in, it was basically dead on arrival. They had like two stuff with Bray Wyatt and mm -hmm. that was it. 
Like, yo, well, th uh, one thing that I was talking to you uh, last night. Yeah. There is something called translation. You cannot pretend to for something that works in one place to work the same in other promotion. It, it doesn't work like that. It's, you have to be the most like a special entity on, on, on the planet. Hell, even the NWO suffers some of that backlash. So it is what it is, right? Any, any thoughts on that? Oh yeah, I'll add to that. Like I dude, I remember when NWO came in in 2002, they brought in Hogan, they brought in uh Kevin Ash, got all they were the lethal dose of poison. That was going to kill the WWF. I'm going to kill my creation Vince McMahon. Uh it failed because I remember they brought in Shawn Michaels. They made Booker T a member of the NWO. Big they show Big Show was a member of the NWO, which don't get me wrong, because from WCW, they were legit members. But it's like Booker T made no sense because with WCW and the history there, Booker T was Harlem Heat. He was the babyface. He was yeah. against WO. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? But anyway, I digress. Uh, then here comes Matt Hardy. You know, he you know, they settled with him and Ed Nordholm at the airport. Um, then he comes in. You know, he's doing they, his. Bro they were yeah. hugging it at all. They were hugging. They were the best friends ever. I know Chef was very happy when he saw that picture <laughs> okay so, <laughs> yeah because so okay. matt hardy and ed nordholm were all smiles it was wonderful um so matt hardy comes in he does the thing with bray wyatt well they, they, they he was like half hardy half broken because of the lawsuit that was going on he's teaming with jeff uh then he you know he's woken and he's feuding with bray wyatt they do the match at the compound and then bray wyatt helps him out at mania their tag team they win the tag titles matt hardy gets hurt matt hardy gets the green light to return and now it's back to the old you know, Matt Hardy of the Hardy boys. He's, he's no longer woken or broken, but he's doing delete, Robert. He's doing delete, delete, delete. He's back to being half woken, half normal oh, Matt Hardy. Holy shit. Who, who, I, does he even knows what he is? Holy cow. Well, the thing is, yeah. man, I'm sorry, but yeah, I just wanted to mention yeah. this, like, because you talked about translation, and I mean, I loved what they did in Impact Wrestling with that. I know some people didn't, and I know some people did, which is totally fine. I thought it was unique, uh, but when he came, yeah, kind of like, it laid a fart in church, man, because I remember watching the ultimate deletion with him and Bray, and I'm just like, eh, it was, it's not the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, remember in 2016 when they did the, the Wyatt family in the New Day, because the Hardy yeah. compound was so big, the final deletion, they had the fight at the Wyatt compound. I'm like, it kind of, it's, it's, it's a nice try, but it's not, it's not the saw. same. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about impact wrestling to finish this show. There's a lot of notes on impact wrestling. First, we got Falaba signing with impact wrestling. Hell, he even did like a thing or like reading to kids and stuff on schools and stuff along those lines and chef was very happy about that also, oh yeah yeah i'm sorry and i just had to mention well i mean that's great for follow because it's all on the social media you know greeting awareness for the kids like they're doing with the nfl with that partnership i think that's very cool yeah also madison rain return <laughs> My son Rain returned to Impact Wrestling and obviously Jorge was very happy about that. He was tweeting, you know, since very early in the week, wishing for her to be returning to Impact Wrestling and his wishes were granted. 
Also, we got Sammy Callahan signing a long-term deal. We got Rosemary signing a long-term deal. And if I'm not mistaken, she is returning to the ring very soon. And also, they signed Josh Alexander. Any thoughts on this? All right. Well, I'll start with Josh Alexander. Um, dude is a hell of a talent. You know, he's got like that amateur vibe about him. He's a big dude, but he can move, and he's and he's super smooth. I like I like Josh Alexander. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with him. Uh, Rosemary, very cool. Uh, you know, she's a we've seen her on TV. We got the Dark War coming in two weeks. Robert with her against Sue Young and Allie, and you know, they're whatever members that they get for this particular matchup. Um. Who else do we got? Oh, Madison Rain. Yes, Jorge's, Jorge Hart's Madison Rain. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, we'll get to that. Um, Madison Rain. Okay. So I remember around this time last year, and I know you know where I'm going with this, Robert. Yeah. Because he <laughs> – that being Jorge is just so, so happy right now. Yes. Uh, Jorge, uh, this was around the time when Madison Rain, she beats Ty Valkyrie, right? And then she's like, oh, my God, this means now I have a match with Sue Young at Slammiversary. Everybody was like, no. And then Sue Young beats her, and the night before she wrestles Sumi Sakai for the Women of Honor Championship, right? So then she leaves. She wrestles Mercedes Martinez in the Mae Young Classic. She's the first one gone from the Mae Young Classic, Robert. First one gone. Then she jumped. Yeah. Yes. She was the first one gone. So then, you know, she decides, oh – this place feels like home. I remember her saying in an interview with Mike Johnson on PW Insider that, oh, Ring of Honor just felt like home. It felt like the right decision. So she signed with Ring of Honor. OK, so she's in the Women of Honor tournament. Uh, you know, Kelly Klein's in there with her. A lot of the stardom girls like Mayu Bitani, Sumi Sakai, the whole nine. So she's doing that. Then we hardly ever hear anything about her with Ring of Honor and all these events. And then it comes out, you know, not too long ago that she got released. And then, you know, we find out today that. She is signed with Impact Wrestling again. So here's my theory on this. She beat Taya last year, right, to, you know, get the match with Sue Young. And yeah. almost we got Slammiversary coming up in June, Robert. So it's kind of like a baby face Madison and whatever they do with Taya. If she goes heel, whatever you want to see, heel or baby face Taya, it's Taya Valkyrie. I could see them doing a repeat of, you know, incorporating, correlating and, um, you know, you having some con- con- uh, con- con- new, yeah, you know what I mean, correlations and yeah. Yeah, that consistency or continuity. There it is. Continuity. Continuity with the storyline. Say, yo, around this time last year, Taya, I beat you to get a shot at that knockouts championship. Now, since you're the champion, I want it back. And she's going to become she wants to be a six time knockouts champ or whatever the how many times she's held the belt. So I could definitely see that being in her future. Um, I mentioned Mattis Rain. Oh, followed by I mentioned. Uh, what was the other one? Josh Alexander. Sammy Callahan. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sammy Callahan. Um, not shocked at all because I know he's very, very impact driven, very impact oriented, very passionate individual about impact wrestling. I know he mentioned at United We Stand he wants to tear down WrestleMania weekend because, you know, he's going to show impact what we're all about. So uh, I wasn't shocked with Sammy Callahan or Rosemary signing, but walking Ale- walking weapon Joshua Alexander, uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Madison Rain, ugh. but other than that, that's all I got to say. As for Sammy, I have always compared him to the tax master, Kevin Sullivan. So yes. he's like that vertebral piece that you need to in order to have a company. You don't need to put him over. You don't need to give him titles or anything like that. You just need to have someone consistent and who is entertaining in the ring and also outside of the ring and with his promo 
and that type of guy is Sammy Callahan. You got Falaba, who is more of a comedic relief type of guy. So obviously they want to keep at least one person being like the funny, like, you know, let's have fun too inside the world of professional wrestling. Obviously they were going to resign Rosemary. I, I don't, I don't, I don't ever think she was leaving the company. And obviously, they, they, they're they taking, obviously, a gamble because we don't know how good she will be when she returns because she, you know, have a bad knee and that takes time. And, you know, those, uh, obviously, those operations are very hard to deal with. So, obviously, they are taking a gamble and believing in Rosemary as a character and as a wrestling performer. As for Josh Alexander, I see a lot of stuff in the future for this guy. He's, he is able to translate good to the television to get himself open over on TV. He is going to be one of those guys that are going to be in the upper echelon of the world title picture in Impact Wrestling. As for Madison Rain, you know, okay. I'm not a big fan of Madison Rain. I, I find her like she looks like, um, you know, elementary school teacher. I don't buy her like a wrestler. I buy her like, you know, she's like a teacher or something like that. However, my man Jorge is very happy for her being back on Impact Wrestling. Therefore, I'm happy to see my, my brother Jorge being so happy and so passionate and uh, larking, as you were saying. If Impact Wrestling were to book Madison Rain versus Taya Valkyrie at Slammiversary, I'm sure Jorge will be buying a ticket to go to that show and be on the first rope. Anything, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got something to say to that. What if, now, all he needs to have on the cherry on top is for Alberto El Patron oh. to come back in that door. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that, that could be a, a double-headed. You know, <laughs> Alber Alberto El Patron versus Johnny Impact and Madison Rain versus Taya Valkyrie. Think about that. It's just the top matches, man. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I meant to ask you because you we were talking about follow Boff. Yeah. Do we know the status with KM yet? Ah, I don't know. Uh, I hope they sign him to me out of the guys that they have. You know, he's one of those guys that he got the size. He is good on the microphone. You know, he can translate not only as a wrestler, but as a character. I think, okay, he compliments Falaba, but I think KM could be a single star if they Put that rocket on the guy. He is going to make it to the top. However, you have to dedicate to the guy. I see a lot of potential with the guy. And the same with Falaba, former partner, uh, Mario Bocara. Mm -hmm. He's one of the select few wrestlers that comes from the Balkans. You know, the majority of wrestlers either comes from the States, from Canada, Puerto Rico, Japan, Mexico, or the UK. But that side 
of the world, that lower like um, European side doesn't get that much love when it comes down to professional wrestling. However, you might be able to get that foot on the door with a guy like that, who, by the way, who is also a legit athlete. He's not like uh, only a professional wrestling. He does MMA on his size. Obviously, he have a unique look. The way he looks, he doesn't look like any other wrestling where you see his face. You look like who? His this dude looks like European, but it, it looks different because he's from the Balkan. And also the way he dresses to the ring with the Croatian flag and his wardrobe very similar to a MMA style. Obviously, with the pro wrestling things on top of it. So. I would love to see them, you know, re-signing KM, getting a plan with the guy. And also, I would love to see Mario Bocara being back. That that might be something very interesting, seeing, you know, Mario Bocara returning and seeing his partner with another partner. He's going to be jealous. <laughs> He's a fantasy book, and I like that, bro. <laughs> By the way, before we even get, because we got United, we stand to talk, but can we talk about the other news that happened that's kind of impact related, Robert? Yeah, go go ahead. Okay. So, fans, he's back. He's J-E-double-F, J-A-double-R-E-double-T. Jeff Jarrett and his company, Global Force Entertainment, filed a second amended lawsuit against Impact Wrestling and its parent company, Anthem, an amended lawsuit brought on by Impact's admission that they have deleted the master tapes of the 16 hours of Global Force Wrestling Amp, the Jarrett TV series that he independently produced before returning to Impact after Anthem seized control of the company from Dixie Carter in early 27. So that's the latest in the lawsuit, Robert. Jesus, I, you know, I'm obviously since I, I was uh, on a last lawsuit last year, you know, that took a lot of money away from me and it doesn't it didn't end up, you know, being resolved on anything. I, I don't see the, you know, why would you waste so much money on it? I know, you know, you got a, the tapes, you pay for it and you have the originals. You gave the originals to Anthem, and Anthem deleted them. They deleted them, and they admitted that they deleted them. So that, you know, they basically, like, <laughs> already took the L on that one. However, it is easier for them to settle the whole thing out of court, do, you know, some type of deal, and get it done with. Uh, you know, it, it is very interesting. It is very interesting. You know, Anthem didn't have the, the balls to go to court versus Matt Hardy. Mm -hmm. However, they had the balls to go against the founder of the company. It, it, you know, when you think about it, you you like, you know, like, what the hell? You know, hey, some yo. some stranger, you're not going to sue him. But the, the guy who put this whole thing together and make put it work. Yeah. yeah, you're going to sue him. It is like, you know, I'm not happy. I, I, I'd rather have them just settle out of court, get this shit done with and move along. You know, Jeff, Jeff 
Jerry is even doing stuff on WWE and stuff along those lines. So, well, you, you know, know what it is too? Yeah. Like the the theory is like, yeah, we did see Jeff Jarrett against Elias and him putting over Elias. And I got to tell you, that really bombed because it's like it's not 1995 anymore. That yeah. audience doesn't know with my baby tonight, Jeff Jarrett and the roadie. And he was like, what was funny about it, Robert? It's like he's half Jeff Jarrett, you know, double J, and half slap nuts Jeff Jarrett, which is like okay. But anyway, I digress. What was interesting about it is too, it's like my theory is because WWE does a lot of those WWE 24 documentaries and a lot of people that were in GFW are in that roster. Like, I mean, the Kurt Hawkins is the Bobby Roods, uh, the club, the gals and, and Carl Anderson yes. and Jeff Jarrett as well. So I guess if they want to do like a documentary on Jeff Jarrett, a WWE 24 special, maybe Jeff Jarrett wants to include that GFW footage. Yeah. The, the, the originals, the good, the, yes. the great, the, the big quality one. I, I, I get yes. your idea. But I I I'd rather have them just settle this shit out and you know you know don't 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 keep this type of stuff rolling and rolling and rolling because obviously there's people that are not gonna be in favor of or against impact wrestling and whatever and those sort of people like to make things seems a lot worse than they actually are and they could keep recycling that same news over and over and over and over and over again agreed man but yeah now this is where are you ready to talk about united we stand what we got coming rahway new jersey yeah we got first things we got announced this uh, week that we're gonna get lax with conan Mm-hmm. versus Loki mm-hmm. and people Sicario what is the, his name on oh Ricky Martinez Ricky Martinez yeah people Sicario and also we're gonna be having uh, let me take a look for a second uh, I- Ultimate X match mm-hmm. uh, Rich One is gonna be on it I got like Jesus Christ. I got it. Rich Swan. So the ultimate X is Jake Chris, Dante Fox, Cotto Brazil, Pat Buck, Platinum Pat Buck, Jack Evans, and we still have one more competitor. Uh, Rich Swan is taking on Yamato for the Exhibition Championship, which Yamato is a Dragon Gate talent. Uh, We have it's Team Impact versus Team Lucha Underground, as it's Brian Cage, Moose, Eddie Edwards, and Johnny Impact versus uh, Drago, Daga, Aerostar, and King Cuerno. Uh, we have, well, I don't even know if we have this Eli Drake versus Tessa Blanchard in the intergender match. Does he, like, not want to fight uh, Tessa Blanchard? What's the deal here with that? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what the hell's happening <laughs> with that because, you know, it, it, it make it seem like... Uh, Impact not was not on a single page. Mm-hmm. It looks like that. Like they put the match to get like together on paper without actually telling Eli Drake about it. Or maybe he's using that just like a like a storyline. Yeah, like a storyline. Yeah, then the other matches we have are Monsters Ball, Sammy Callahan versus Jimmy Havoc, and the main event, the Extreme Dream Match between Lucha Brothers and Rob Van Dam and Sabu. That is the card right now. Okay. What do you think, man? Uh, I'm going to watch 
the show, but not when it airs. I do have the sour taste of them, you know, first announcing one thing and then announcing the other thing without actually some sort of explanation, like a bait and switch. You know, if they were like maybe even Josh Matthews or Don Callis, they were to do, do a little short video saying, hey, the United Star, uh, United We Stand car is getting a lot bigger than we wanted. And in order to cover all the payments, we're gonna be moving the show to Fight TV and be clear with the audience. But this like, yes, we're gonna announce for you to see the show on Twitch, but then you move it to Fight TV. I don't, I don't like that type of shady, shady business. The same as they did with this this Wednesday with with them saying, "Hey, a former champion is returning to Impact Wrestling," and the person being uh, Rosemary, and Rosemary never left the company. So you know. Don't be, don't play fast and loose with the, with the fast, with the, with the facts and stuff along those lines. Be clear with, with your audience. I have no problem in, you know, paying money to buy stuff, but, you know, be clear. It is, it is just like, you know, going to, let's say, uh, a hamburger place and ordering a hamburger expecting to pay 10 bucks and you're gonna be paying 30 bucks like you will never ever buy anything from that place so you know i don't like that i'm gonna be watching the show but since it is gonna be a thursday like 11 p.m if i'm not mistaken i'm not gonna be able yeah, to p.m on a, on a thursday night that's right yeah yeah i'm not gonna be able to watch that stuff live i'm sorry i gotta wake <laughs> wake up and, and, and it's the same thing with a lot of people too because you know it is wrestlemania weekend a lot of these shows are running late so a lot of people are probably going to be watching like you and myself are going to be watching at a later day uh with the bait and switch like we mentioned like rosemary madison rain you bait and switch like you mentioned it's rosemary they announced it on the call and then it's like, what? Rosemary, she never left. That's the impression that you get. Like with United We Stand, it's like, oh, cool. You know, it's another Twitch event. We're going to be doing like, like you know, they do with the independents and, you know, Twitch. All right, cool, cool. Super show. It's free. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, no, nah, it's going to be on the Fight T app and it, Fight TV app and it's 20 bucks. And it's like, but wait a minute. You just told me it would be free and now you want me to pay for it. So it's like, what? Yeah, be clear. Be clear specify yeah yeah it, it, it is you know and, and i you know i'm gonna get hit for this because i used to call don Callis baby Heyman, baby Heyman, yeah. baby Heyman, because i saw a couple of his tactics and when you see those baits and switch those are paul Heyman type of tactics he used to do a lot of stuff like that on ecw but you know, he was able to fly with that because it was ECW. You know, the impact audience is a lot more mature. And obviously, they are the people who, you know, ended up surviving the WWE era. And they want something more mature, more modern, and with obviously indie stars but also mainstream talent also the original talent all in like a like a mix so obviously you should not be treating your customers like that Agreed. And the last thing I will say, because, man, because the impact news was like the big chunk of what we were going to be talking yeah. about today. 
Robert. But the other thing is, like, with people that watch, you know, Fridays, you know, Pursuit, as on Twitch, the simulcast, 10 p.m. Uh, now, if you miss it, so you get it on Monday on Twitch at 6 p.m., and then you get it on Tuesday, anytime on the GWN On Demand, and then Wednesday now, they added Explosion, which we talked about last week on the show. I know Jorge and Chef and uh, Drake Adams covered that on the last show. But, I mean, like, they just added Jorge. Uh, with the whole, um, like we were talking about Robert with the whole thing that Jorge covered, excuse me, uh, <laughs> the whole, you know, 6 p.m., the replay. Like, I get it's accessible for people that can't watch it at 10 p.m. on Friday, absolutely, but it's just like 6 p.m. and then, you know, it's on demand on Tuesday. What are your thoughts about it? Yeah, I, I'm, I basically watch the shows like Monday. <laughs> That's why <laughs> I stopped, like, by the way, to those who are wondering why I stopped doing like weekly reviews was because of that. I work like every single Fridays and Saturdays very early on. There, I basically had a lot of stuff to do. Uh, Saturday and Sunday so my day that I could sit in front of like a screen and watch the show like um, and enjoy it is on Monday so I it is perfect time for me M most of the time I, I end up watching the show like Mondays at at 5 when I get out of work I basically most of the time down, download the show in one of those like Russian Russian <laughs> Russian like websites that have gotcha. yeah like daily motions and all yeah, that yeah stuff like that and watch the show that way but it's good so I don't have to deal with the Russians I deal now <laughs> with, with Twitch <laughs> deal with the Russian. oh man oh boy but yeah <laughs> That was, that was the news, and I know somewhere right now, Jorge is just, that's why I'm going to mention Jorge, that's why I had the brief thing, I'm still cracking up, so somewhere right now, Jorge is just, you know, he's got the shrine ready, you know, he's he's got Madison Rain's pictures when she's a blonde, whether she's a brunette, beautiful people, Queen B, Jorge is very excited for Madison Rain coming back to Impact Wrestling, the shrine is out, Robert. So... Uh, that's it for me thank you a lot for listening to this podcast all the way through if you enjoy it make sure that you subscribe for more content like this make sure to follow Jorge at Bodega Wrestling Podcast follow me on Twitter at Wrestling Rubber and follow Larkin at um, SM Larkin SM, SM Show, Show. SM show and also Mr. Larkin, right? Is the other yeah. one that you use. Okay, so if anybody wants it's it's simple. It's at SM show one or at MCL ninety two. Very easy guy to find. I'm happy to interact with you. Yeah, he's posting porn all day on those <laughs> on those <Yeah>. accounts. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it for me. Thank you a lot and we will see you next time. Goodbye.